Welcome to Night of the Living Geeks. If you geek out over it, we've got a podcast for it. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of Tornado Tag Radio here on NOTLG.com, episode 170. Uh, we're going to talk about bar wrestling impact. What? 205 Live, NXT. We uh, watched a classic match from years past, and we're going to talk about that. We got a bunch of news and some questions, but before we get into that, my name is John, and joining me this week, as she does every week, is the Ming to my Rikishi, Marianne. I just get one name? Yeah. I well, you just, do too, but I get one syllable? Ming, yeah. To be fair, that sounds about right. There you go. How are you? I'm, um, I got in a car accident. Yeah, you did. Um, I've told the story like about a billion times at work, but because people like we had homeowners that would come in and go, where's your car? And I'm like, in, in the shop, I was on my way to get, um, I had a nail appointment on Friday last week and I was on my way to get my nails done. And I had just left work around four o'clock cause that's when I get off. And I was driving actually behind my coworker mm. and she switched lanes cause we followed each other out of the parking lot cause she lives in Gilroy. And we switched lanes, or she switched lanes, so she was over a lane and a little bit in front of me. And we're driving down Monterey Road, like in between Morgan Hill and Gilroy. And there was, it was like four, it was like Friday at like four. So traffic was like kind of stuffed. And we stopped at a stoplight and like everybody stopped a little close. And the guy behind me was looking at his phone and he rear-ended me and it caused a little like $8,400 worth in damage. Oof. Yeah, like the whole back hatch of my brand new car, the whole back windshield gone. My last podcast on the left sticker, my brother went and fished it out of the highway street for me while I was crying on the phone with the insurance company. <laughs> um, it was just not good. My Reno Scum bumper sticker, I took a picture of it and I sent it to Adam. And I was like, Dad, I need a new bumper sticker. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's it's in the shop now. Um, I talked to the person who hit me. He was very nice. He felt so horrible. But then again, I was like hysterically crying. So it'd be really hard not to feel bad for a girl who is like, could barely breathe. I was crying so much. Right. But not because I was, well, I was shocked, but I was mostly crying because my car. Yeah. And it's my baby. And I was so upset because it's brand new and it's like my pride and joy. And I was so upset, but he, he told the cops straight up. He was like, I was looking at my phone. This is completely my fault. My insurance will take care of all of this. And if they, I promise you, we will make this right. And they took full responsibility. So nice. I talked to his insurance company yesterday, but he felt so bad. He was like sweeping glass out of the street with the police officer. And it was just, he felt so bad. I was really lucky that I had someone that was so nice. And he could tell that I was super flustered because I've never been in a car accident before. Oh, wow. And so he he knew what to get from me and what I needed from him. Like kind of thing. He was like the more level head in this situation. Like my and what happened was my coworker, she was driving in front of me and she changed lanes, but she heard the noise and she looked in her rearview mirror and saw that it was me. Mm. And so she flipped a bitch up 
at the light and parked across the street and ran across the highway to me to see if I was okay. And she st- she stood with me while my mom and my brother came to get me. Uh-huh. But it was it was really the man was very nice. He could tell that I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. And the cop. Yeah. And it was right in front of a fire station, too. So it wasn't like the the trucks that were there, not like a fire truck, but like the, the trucks, they um, helped like block off. They're like, we're going to shut off the road. Can you does your car run? And my car runs the front half of it's fine. It's the back half yeah. is gone. And I sent you a picture. It looked way worse. Yeah. Without shade on it. It was really bad. But I got the the notice for how much the damage was today. And I was like, fuck. So I don't know how long I'm going to be out of a car. But my brother comes back next week on Friday from Colorado. And I'm driving his car right now. So I, I it's weird. I'm driving and I'm like consciously like, I hope these people aren't judging me thinking that I chose to drive this Prius. <laughs> <laughs> I did not right. <laughs> choose to drive this Prius. I've already gotten out of it and walked into work with it still running. Oh, Jesus. I've had the high beams on and didn't know because the, like, the, the dash is like, it's hard to see the lighting sometimes on it. Yeah. But it, it runs. You don't have to put a key in the ignition. And so I got out with it still running and you can't hear it. Like I parked it and I got out to go like bring like drinks or something from Starbucks in and I went back out again. I'm like, oh, fuck, the car's still running. But I brought the keys inside and it was still running. So you could go as far as you want if it's running with the keys. Wow. Big manufacturing flaw, in my opinion. But yeah, it was it was ridiculous. But I don't know. You went to bar wrestling, sir. Well, before before that, I actually went to uh, I went to San Diego Comic Con. Oh, yes. I, I hear that. um well, of course he was there. Why am I even saying that? Never mind. Just talk about it. Huh? <laughs> I, I was going to mention, I was like, I hear Tom Felton was there, but of course he was because everybody was at fucking Comic-Con. Yeah. Tom Felton being one Drago Malfoy. Yes. Um, I was only he there was for... I was only... Oh. Never mind. My phone's not unlocked. Yeah, it doesn't even matter. He's not a wrestler anyways. Draco Malfoy is... Tom Felton is a good-looking man. So I went to... It, it was a last-minute trip, and Ernesto was down there, and he uh, was kind enough to let me borrow his badge, and I got to walk on the floor for about 40 minutes, and it was very overwhelming, but it was pretty cool. It was a lot of fun. I didn't see any wrestling stuff. Uh, one of uh, Lauren's friends bought me um, a Young Buck shirt because they had a booth there. Um, I almost went ew, but then it was free. So why? <laughs> it uh, it it's a very it's a comic book parody shirt, and it's them doing their young bucks pose and Cornette yelling at them, saying they're killing the business. It's pretty funny. Um, I thoroughly enjoy that. So that was the one wrestling related thing I got at Comic Con. But yeah, I also did go to bar wrestling at. Uh, a great venue, the Bootleg Theater, about 10, 15 minutes from my house. We um, get it, John. Yeah. We get it. You and live close to things. We'll talk about something else that's about 10, 15 minutes away from my house in a little bit here. Yeah, shut up. And uh, it was a fun event. The venue was very, very cool. Um, they do what lo- It looks like they do a lot of concerts and they do multiple events at once, too. Uh, they have three different rooms, uh, and I was confused two times because when I got into the venue, there was no ring, and then I followed some people and went to another room, 
and there was the bar, and there was no ring. And then I followed some more people into a third room, and there it was. There was the ring. Is um, it the same place that Quintessential Pro is at? I don't know. Not this time. I know Q okay. Pro runs out of the same place Bar wrestles, but this is the first time Bar was at um, the Bootleg Theater. They're usually. I was going to say yeah, because the one they usually rest at like a is it a Legion Hall that they wrestle yes. at? Because that one has a weird three room thing going on too. Yeah, they usually wrestle at a at a Legion Hall, but um, I hope they come back here. I made sure to put it over that this was a great venue um very cool yes very cool venue it was um g- uh, general admission and then you could sit if you wanted and then you could stand if you didn't get seats um it was super fun it was a super fun show i did see i was i want to say about eight to ten feet away from uh gavin um no. yeah and i also did see uh i saw Condren as well oh were you blinded by his utter like his sheer amounts of beauty yeah sure um come on so i saw him <laughs> what was it what was it that d remember when he when kid cyclone like unmasked himself and d was like shouting over the internet who is this gorgeous man oh yeah Yes, we and like all caps. She couldn't stop tweeting about it. All the like everyone, like all the women that watched Chikara were like, "What is happening? Why is he so beautiful? Why did he, why was he wearing a mask? Yes, why was he hiding that face? He's beautiful." Um, so uh, Scorpio Sky beat Eli Everfly. I haven't seen Scorpio Sky wrestle in a quick minute. Um, he still got it for sure. This was a fun match. Um, people really seem to dislike Eli Everfly. <laughs> Yes, I know. It's very Why strange. Why is that? I don't know. People hated him at PWG. He's just fine, guys. He's fine. Um, I got to see the Luchasaurus once again, and he was teaming with Super Panda. Um, oh man, just a bunch of just a bunch of large creatures, huh? Yes, and they took on the uh, the Rockness Monsters, who <laughs> um, I haven't seen in a really long time, and. <laughs> Yeah, um, I don't know what the fuck they're doing. Does they're... it matter? Yuma's my favorite. I love Yuma. All right. Well, if um, I need the backstory on why we're dressed like shitty third-rate uh, '80s villains, I think it's to go with this Star Wars nerdiness. I, I was like, what the fuck is happening right now? Also, have you looked at Yuma lately? The guy has a mullet. He yeah, he does. Care about anything i mean don't get me wrong these two guys they i hadn't seen them wrestle in a while and they look they look great too they put on a good show but i don't know what's happening (laughs) with this gear and the other i'm more worried about how hot like because yuma was wearing no joke what appeared to be like a long sleeve like a sweatshirt that's what he was wearing to wrestle in I mean, like, I haven't seen you wrestle in so long. What is happening? It, he would, he I was would just totally worried. be fine with that. I was worried for him. <laughs> Tell him! I was just very worried and also confused. <laughs> uh, they ended up winning. what he was going for. I mean, I don't know. I have no idea. I don't, I don't get He's it. He's a shock value person. I mean, maybe. Uh, Watts and Joey Ryan wrestled. Um, Man, I haven't seen Joey Ryan wrestle before. Yeah right <laughs> it was fun it was good times um taya valkyrie uh, uh defeated chris wolf and uh, i actually had the privilege of meeting chris wolf that was lovely that picture 
was lovely. Uh, that series of pictures was lovely. The crowd. This is the first time I've ever seen Chris Wolf wrestle. Uh, the people I actually went with are, um, ch- I believe, childhood friends of hers. So they know. No way. They know her That's very. Great. They know her very well. Um, and they were like, "Come meet her." Uh, and I was like, all right. So, um, you know, just hung out for a little bit. I wanted to buy one of her shirts, but she was sold out. She had the longest merch line of anyone. Yeah, because she spends most of her time in Japan. Yeah. Um, and she, apparently, uh, she's going to Germany. Yes. She's going to go to WXW. That's what she's going all over the place. I know that. I know she teamed with Chris Brooks and he almost. Oh, he was like, yes. Sorry, he, yes, I do remember that. Good shit. Yeah, I yes. wish she was. I wish she would be in the uh, the May Young Classic. That'd be super cool. If they could pull that off. I love. I love her gimmick as being like she's such a Mowgli like character. <laughs> There's just oh, something yeah. about her where you're just like she's just a little creature, isn't she? Yes, like, definitely. Perfect. She's great. I want to seek out some more of her stuff and watch her against. I'd I'd like to see her because Taya's pretty big. Taya's huge. Yeah, so I I want to see her go up against like I want to see some of her stardom stuff for sure. So I got to seek that out and see uh, what's going on there. But she's great. She is super friendly, super, and she uh, engaged everyone in conversation. It was a lot of fun. Um, I unfortunately, uh, when it was time when her line went down, um, I had to leave the next match, and I was very upset about it but it was worth it because i met a cool person um it that was picture was excellent it's one of my favorite pictures there uh, there were more i didn't even post them all oh my god they're great um uh, it was violence unlimited brody king and tyler bateman they uh, brody king eludes me once again did you did you talk to tyler bateman i did not know ah oh, you should have yeah i was gonna go buy a shirt afterward but i I don't know. I didn't want to be like, "Hey, great match," and I didn't watch it. I didn't want. I didn't want to lie to these guys. I saw like the first minute and a half. They they uh, defeated PP Ray, Peter Avalon, and Ray Roas. I've seen them you, a couple. You of could times. have just said that you knew that he was going to get all big. Remember, because we talked about him when he was in Gilroy. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's fine. He knows. And then I also actually didn't... I saw the end of the main event, which was Willie Mack versus PJ Black. So, I mean, the last two matches, I, basically, it was just hanging out with Chris Wolf. PJ Black, who was at DragCon this year. Oh, yeah. he. Um, I hadn't seen him in a while. He His hair is blonde, which is... What? Yeah, I don't, I don't understand. Ew. Yeah, that's a pretty much my reaction to that. Oh. Um, yeah. Goodness. Goodness me. Anyway. I haven't seen Willie Mack wrestle in a really long time. I haven't either, but he's still... Man, I just... That is such a missed opportunity. He's got so much charisma. But also, he's probably still doing... He's doing fine. He's working for Lucha. Yeah, he is. Because he's just... Has... Like, everyone likes him. He's so likable. Yeah. Um, I also watched... Due to the recommendation of... I, I guess we called him our mascot. Or you called him that. Yes. Uh, the recommendation of Dan and also the recommendation of Richard, who they both messaged me, I think, at uh, separate times and said, hey, man, Slammiversary was pretty good. You have to watch it. And I said, okay, sure, fine. So I've watched everything but the main event, which is Moose versus Austin Aries. And, man, let me tell you, 
It was so fun. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. I don't think what every match happened? was. I don't think every match was. Um, I think I might have hyped myself up a little bit because a lot of people were like, it, it was a, like overall it was a really great card, and it was. But um, I think some of the matches for me maybe because I didn't have well. It was a fine. It was a fine pay per view. Everyone should check it out. Everyone needs to check out this pay per view. I think because it almost feels like they did a better job w- with um with video packages, if that makes sense. So like, if I hadn't watched it in a while, they put together some very good video packages, so you can be so you could just be like, oh, okay, I understand now. Like they had. So it's kind of like when when Drake Maverick talks about what happened the week before on 205 Live. Yes, but better. Yeah. What? Yeah. It's a lot. It was so cool. They did a, They did such a super job. It almost felt like a soft reboot. Like, here's everything that happened, and you can just watch from here. And, um, man, let me tell you. I love that. I love that so much. The, the Eddie Edwards. Eddie Edwards has um, a personality now, which is insane. People can just go out and get those. Well, he it took him a while. He uh, he got his head bashed in by Sammy Callahan. Then he wanted to kill Sammy Callahan. Um, uh, don't we all? For some reason, um, for some reason, Tommy Dreamer was involved. Oh, because he saw the obsession that Eddie Edwards had with sammy callahan and he said hey man this looks really familiar you gotta stop because this seems like me how me and raven were in ecw uh lost his mind and then they tommy and eddie had a match and it was it was pretty pretty good but at the end you kind of i think eddie realized oh no what have i done but oh no tommy dreamer in a in a way passes the torch or the Singapore cane and leaves him in the ring by himself. So I asked Dan, I'm like, was that attaching uh, passing of the torch? And he was like, yeah. And I went, damn, that's crazy. Uh, the LAX civil war, fucking fantastic stuff. And then the mask versus hair match between Pentagon jr. And Sammy Callahan was also we all know how that turned out. really good shit. Um, I'm excited what? to watch the main event. Was he business casual Callahan? Yes, he was, and I love business casual Callahan. Or do we not talk about him being like like he was like a pirate? No, he's Remember? a he's a cowboy. Oh, there we go. Yeah, I he's knew it was some kind of like romanticized real thing. So yeah, I mean, guys, if you can check out Impact, they're doing some really good shit, and I just I really want to start keeping up with them. Um, Says John in 2018. Yeah, man, I'm I'm super down with what they're doing. It's it's just good good stuff. Um, where are we now? Let's talk about 205 Live, shall we? Yes. Let's, let's talk about some more wrestling 20 minutes into the show. Well, I got okay. in a car accident, man. I know. And I watched <laughs> a lot of wrestling and went to a comic thing. All right, Marianne. So 205 Live, here we go. We, uh, we start off with Drake, as we mentioned. It's just the best. I love it. It's every week. It makes 205 Live feel special. When I have a guy saying, this is what happened, this is what we're going to see tonight. Would it be as special if he wasn't British? I honestly don't know. I don't know if I can answer that. And that's an honest question. It is an honest question, but I don't know. 
Because there's something about British accents that make people just like take something more seriously. There's just something I don't know about what that is. It's kind of like when they make British people like the villains in every Disney movie. But it's also just kind of it's it's kind of like when you put an accent on anything, it just sounds better. Yeah, well, just they sound more eloquent. Yeah, definitely. And also, he's on commentary. He is also on commentary. He's just hanging out. He's just having a good time. The pool overfloweth with dry British wit. Oh, my. And they were going at it, too. They were having a laugh. Yeah. It's like two British guys on commentary. I mean, in an American. I'm like, what are we? I wish this was soccer. But then I realized I've been watching a lot of progress. And that's British commentators, too. Why am I always connecting Nigel with soccer? Because he sounds like a soccer commentator. They both do. They do, they do. Uh, and our opening match was Akira Tozawa taking on the gentleman Jack Gallagher. Um, fun match. I enjoyed that Jack Gallagher said that he was part of a uh, dominant tag team. I went, all right, okay. No, you're not. Until we get those tag team belts, you're just, and also, you're just friends you hanging out. And also, you part of a dominant anything in Velvet. Uh, I, I, don't, I disagree. Don't even talk about the Velveteen Dream. This velvet was all one tone, wasn't purple. It was like making green, a right? My favorite color. In combo with that so- those socks, I felt so visually assaulted. <laughs> like I, uh, I looked at it and I was like, I love the. Co- oh my god! There's just everything about that just is a nightmare. The fact yeah. that he looks like my brother, just yeah. it. My brother, who's a jerk, <laughs> like just <laughs> everything about it is just. And he has an evil mustache. He just looked like like robin hood men in tights but like <laughs> everything was wrong but was it just me or did tozawa smack his belly before he pinned him at the end of that um i didn't catch that you if you go back and catch it he's he's like boop and then he pins him i did notice how gallagher took it he rolled a little bit so he didn't get all of it but you know he just smacked him on the belly when he was lying down like on his back <laughs> and I like pinned him and I was like what is going on so before we had a good lucha thing we actually had a uh, one TJ Perkins thing you just made the list without space this time uh, he was saying some stuff he I believe was lounging on a couch wearing a backwards uh, hat he doesn't have to do anything and he's so hot there you but go. They kept zooming in, and I was like, stop zooming in. I can't even handle him from a distance. But, and then he goes back like, like he's napping again. And my first thought was, sweetheart, no, you have gum in your mouth. You're going to choke. Ooh, have you ever you fallen asleep better. with gum in your mouth? I don't know if yeah, I have. It gets stuck in your hair. Wait, what? My brother fell asleep with gum in his mouth, and it somehow got stuck in his hair, and we had to shave his head. That's. I don't even know. But he's on his back sleeping with gum in his mouth. That sounds like a terrible idea. I don't even know how that happens. And TJ seems like the type of person that would value every physical aspect of him. Mm -hmm. I mean, he isn't, but in character. Right. You know. Um, But dude, TJ. Yep. We then had a uh, Hideo Atami punching and he was saying some stuff. I don't know. I wasn't really paying attention. I don't care. We had... um, the the Lucha House Party, Calisto and Lince Dorado versus, uh, as I like to call them, two locals. And one, one of which was Ace Austin, who I mentioned a couple weeks ago when we were talking about indie wrestlers that I'm like keeping an eye on. Oh. And I love how they named him like Chris Robinson on the thing, but the back of his tight said Austin. 
<laughs> oh, kid. I was like, real good, real good. He was the one that had like half of his head shaved. He was really tall, skinny, and blonde. Like a I, rocker as soon as I saw type. it was two locals, hashtag two locals, I didn't watch the match. No, I didn't either. I just was like, oh, it's Ace Austin. Like, I totally noticed it. Like, he's a youngin. He's a wee baby. There you go. Um, I do love these Lucha House Party shirts in the uh, WWE In Your House font. Love it. In Your House House? In Your House House, R.I.P. <laughs> uh, we had a Gulak thing. And then we had. can do no wrong, honestly. No, he really can't. And then we had a uh, Hot Cop Mustafa Ali thing. You just made Talking the list. How, oh, he was so on the list. Talking about how he's gonna like, like get out of all of these people's like, like moves and stuff and all. I was thinking I'll survive all these moves and win because I'm a hot cop and I do hot cop things. He does. He's just he's so above hot. the law. Oh, uh, the vendor that comes into my work that's really really hot that hits on me looks like the Latin version of Mustafa Ali, and that's probably why I have a crush on him. Right. He looks... They have the same... Oh. He's so hot. But anyways, Gulak, hot cop, Leo Rush. Leo Rush. I fucking love Leo Rush. I remember when Leo Rush was just a guy who, like, was very fast. And that was pretty much all, all he did. And now he's like... I'm just going to take what every cocky sports athlete does, and I'm going to do that. He does it so well. I've just he has enough. He has like twice. Like he's so little that he has to have personality and yeah. then some. Oh, definitely. Um, I remember he used to come out during PWG, and you couldn't see him until he got <laughs> to the ring. That's how small yeah. he is. I don't think people understand that. He is extremely tiny. Like, I could not see him. You even stood on your tiptoes and you couldn't fucking see him because the crowd just swallowed him because he's so little. Yeah. But um, he looks like if shitty Trevor and the and the dream had a kid. I mean. Just in that segment. What a talented child that would be. I, I, I mean, look at him. He's talented. Very but true. he was wearing prescription glasses when he doesn't need them. <laughs> Very true. Squinting. He was squinting like crazy. I was like, you look so pretentious right now. <laughs> um, you are definitely a shitty Trevor's kid. He told Akira Tozawa to keep his name out of his mouth, and I went, "Hell yeah, good shit!" All right, Marianne, excellent. It's time for the main event of the evening. It is a uh, not a four way dance because no one is uh, eliminated in this. I, uh, it it's, is it's it's three way. It's three people, and then. Somebody we forgot about. It's a fatal we'll four-way it. match um, between Hideo Itami, Drew Gulak, TJP. You just made the list! And a shirtless Mustafa Ali. You just made the list! The hot cop. I laughed so hard and said, Marianne's dead immediately. <laughs> I went, there's no way she's alive. I, I went, there's I no was. way. I saw it and I went... Oh my god, they changed his Oh my god, he's not wearing a shirt. And then I like oh he's so beautiful. Hot cop. Hot cop. Like if there was a level above it was like hot lieutenant, hot detective. Hot detective. What? No. We're what not changing his name. Hot that? cop's too what good. What goes higher than that? Hot cop is the best. It's fine. Hot cop. Oh my god. Hot cop is is fine exactly he's where not, it like, is. 
boiling hot, like, evaporated water. Like, ah, he's so hot. Um, I, I, I am not alive. I have no words except for the ones that I just said. While I was typing out this match and the competitors were coming to the ring, I went, this is a, this is a, a, a fatal four-way. Who the fuck is the last guy? And I went, oh my god, it's Hideo Itami. So I guess that pretty much Hideo sums Itami, it up. Hideo Itami, and he wasn't even the last guy to enter the ring. You forgot about him after he already entered. I was, well, I was, <laughs> I wrote down the first three names, and then I went, yeah, oh, Hideo Itami. It was, uh, <laughs> that's really all you need to know, I think. What was it that Dan said about Tony Nese? Because they did a, oh they did my a thing god, with a good he fucking thing. eviscerated him on Twitter. It, it was, was so funny like he <laughs> dropped the mic and it just melted through the concrete <laughs> my god it was so we good had a great conversation about it it was just it was so funny i feel like we have to bring it up now though because it's so good yeah um because they talked about they talked about tony niece and how he just wasn't there suddenly and i'm like we wouldn't have noticed if you didn't say anything you yeah. should have just not said anything that was a pointless promo nobody would have noticed that tony niece was like supposed to be there because everybody forgot about him last week that they're gonna do this week and next week so what is it that Dan said? I have to bring it up. Oh, it's it's gonna it's buried for a little bit. So um, I'm just gonna go ahead and rattle off my notes here. Um, we I noticed we have three three heels and one face. Um, we had a lot of good spots here. I feel like everybody who had like a one on all the one on ones were great. And then I I realized most of the one on ones that I thought were amazing involved one Jugulak naturally. Yeah. TJP should never be a face again, and we've been over this. Yes. He never was one to us anyways. Um, I just love it. I love um, my favorite thing was, stop, I get it. Beat him up. That was so funny. I can't, I'm pretty that sure TJ. That was the TJ... most Chuck Taylor thing I've ever oh, heard. Drew like, Gulak honestly. said that, right? Yeah, stop, uh, yeah. I get it. Beat him up. That was like so Chuck Taylor. Yeah. Um, um, TJP is like... You could be distracted by how good looking he is, me, but you could you he's so good. Yeah. He's so versatile and he has so many different moves and he's always pulling out something a little bit different. But it's like, oh I found the Dan tweet by the way. Alright, go for it. He said uh, This is this tweet of the week then? Well, this was on July twentieth. Tweet of the week. People know it's fine. Yes, he said. With regards to Nice, I feel like I've told you this before, but I've seen him wrestle live. I remember the match. I remember his opponent hitting the finisher on Nice, and I have no memory of actually seeing him wrestle. Perfect. Good shit. (laughs) And I said, "This is my favorite thing I've learned about you." And then he said he was wrestling John Morrison, and I remember Morrison doing his corkscrew moonsault finisher, and there was just a space between where the person he lands on is. And then the pin should be. And I said, Tony Nese is the invisible man. Good shit. <laughs> and then he said, in the book, American Gods, the main character meets a man. And every time he looks away, he can't remember what the man looks like. And when he hears him speak, he forgets what he said. Fans have always speculated who that was. It turns out it's Tony Nese. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, man. Good shit. Good shit. And I wrote that I was crying at my desk, and I most definitely was. Good stuff. Oh my god, it's so good, Dan. Stay forever. Good shit, Dan. <laughs> oh, I also forgot to mention that Dan's hair is famous now. Is it really? Yes, uh, he actually was at Slammiversary, and he was at the tapings, and I guess they said, hey, um, 
This is going to, like, some people came up to him and said, this is going to sound weird, but can we have some of your hair? Like, people oh that God, work there. What? People that Why work there. People that work. This? People that work there. And he said, sure. So he gave them some of his hair. And uh, it was actually used in a backstage uh, promo with Pentagon as uh, the the part of Sammy Callahan's hair will now be played by Dan's hair is basically what happened. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's fucking very cool. That is so funny. Why did you not mention that when we were talking about Slammiversary? I forgot because I, I just I clicked over. I don't know. I clicked over and I was like, oh, yeah, he made it. His uh, Pentagon holding his hair is now a uh, his Twitter header. Um, yeah. Oh, that's so good. Congratulations, Dan. At You're Dan going, is a Yeti on so Twitter. Go follow him. He's a good follow. Uh. He's also our mascot. Yes. Uh, let's see. Let's see here. Where are we? We're still talking about this main event. Um, Atami kicking the hot cop out of the air was amazing. And then Atami got uh, a spinning heel kick to for his troubles as well. Um, he took the fucking, like, that super kick. Oh, yeah. my God. It was so brutal. Yes. It was so brutal. Like, um, I, I, I see a lot of super kicks, but the one from Mustafa Ali, I was like, fuck, like, you heard it. Yeah. And you know how, like, Hideo Itami doesn't, like, slap his leg when he kicks? He just legitimately kicks people in the face as much as yes. he possibly can. Yeah. So, which is, like, the most interesting thing about him. Um, Wait, who are we talking about? Mm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, Gulak kicked out of a falcon arrow at one. Yes. Goodness. And my thought was... Well, yeah, he's the legal eagle. Yep. Yes, he is. That he's is also indeed. the regal beagle. There's a lot of uh, great stuff happening here. But in the end, Mother Freakin' Gulak gets the win here and is the new number one contender. It's motherfucking Gulak time. Yeah. Uh, good stuff here. Very good match. Once again, 205 Live just killing it. Good stuff. All right. Let's talk about NXT here. So we open the show, Adam Cole comes out, and everyone goes, oh, good, I can say baby. Um, and I was like, well, I guess I'm... Uh, okay, what people need to understand is imagine watching him at PWG against your will and then having to watch him on NXT against your will. Yeah. That's our world. It, it pretty and much it is. so much money to see Adam Cole, who is, by the way, the easiest person to make fun of. Oh, like, yeah. Ever like even Big Breakfast could do it convincingly. My God, he could, he could. He could. I I had said no, Adam Cole is the North Dakota of NXT. Oh North my Dakota God, being the state that nobody wants to go to. Holy with shit! Nothing interesting going on. More prairie dogs than humans. Um, Adam Cole, and then the guys that are directly below him, being Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly, have all the interesting things. Being Mount Rushmore, yeah. South Dakota. Yeah. That's the only thing I could think of at the moment was Mount Rushmore. Goodness. <laughs> so, uh, and it at, makes sense because weren't they in Mount Rushmore? Yes, they were. <laughs> that just occurred to me right now. Uh, we have a- Adam Cole is going to take on Sean Maluda. And I said, you know what? Fuck this. I'm not watching an Adam Cole match. And I really like Sean Maluda, too. So I didn't watch an Adam Cole match. We don't watch Adam Cole matches unless, you know, whatever. What I guess. happened? To why, what? why do we hate Adam Cole so much? He's like, what fucking happened? boring. Like, I don't fucking get it. He says, Adam Cole, baby. And everyone's like, wow, he's really I great. I honestly, like, 
the appeal to Adam Cole is that there is no appeal. Like, like it, it's like what makes people fond of Adam Cole is the fact that everybody always makes fun of him. I think he's a fine wrestler. I just don't care. Like, that's I don't care. Like, he's, I, I think like Adam Cole, it's like, oh, it's Adam Cole. And then I'm excited to see Adam Cole because I'm excited for people to make fun of Adam Cole. That's the only time I'm ever excited <laughs> to see him. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. Like he wrestles. And my only thing is thinking. Wow, I wonder how much Chuck Taylor is making fun of him right now. Because I remember him saying to Excalibur on Twitter, I can't wait for we should do a recording of us making fun of in commentary all of Adam Cole's NXT matches. Oh, boy. And Excalibur said, yeah, we could and should do this or something like that. But it was brilliant because they, they he pulls the best material out of funny wrestlers because he's so easy to make fun of. That's the biggest compliment he's ever going to get. Goodness. So um, yeah. Adam Cole wins. Adam Cole says some stuff. Uh, Shitty Trevor comes out, and he so- possibly says some stuff as well. I love Shitty Trevor. Um, the rest of uh, Undisputed Era come out, and then the War Raiders come out, and then Mustache Mountain comes out. And their shiny alien jackets. Yes. and Yes. Oh, my God. My God. They were so shiny. And Mara Ronaldo, uh, knowing the way to my heart, and and I quote, more firepower than Overwatch, you beautiful bastard. Basically. I was more touched by the fact that he made a Bermuda Triangle comparison, but that's just me. There you go. And I'm a nerd. Well. We're both nerds, but on yes. the same spectrum, not even different spectrum, because we're recording a wrestling podcast. Yeah. Um, uh, there was a contract signing. I don't watch contract signings. Yeah, we so don't. That's by rule. We don't. Just get on, get on out. Go to hell. Contract signings. Uh, we're gonna get EC3 Kona Reeves next week. I can't wait for EC3 to just kick the shit out of him. Yep, should be Kona fun. Reeves looks like a, a Miami Coke smuggler. Well. I think that's I think that's what they were going for. Um, I mean, he like CSI Miami. Any bad guy in CSI Miami, or any like cop informant, yeah. just any character at all in CSI Miami is Kona Reeves. Woo, goodness! Uh, up next, he um, even has the sunglasses. Does he take them off and put them back on dramatically? I don't know. I hope so. Uh, up next, we had a um, Tanilla Price versus Lacey Evans match. And the only note I have is, holy shit, NXT, not the crowd, just the company, fucking loves them some Lacey Evans, Okay, apparently. good. That makes sense because she's fucking trash. My God. She's had back-to-back TV matches. And that, to trash. me, is insane. She's trash. And you know why? It's because she's all-American. I'm using my air quote fingers right now My she's God. like the all-american one but she's not fucking interesting stop trying to sell lacey evans she's never going to be a thing she's like fetch it's never going to be a thing what was it that you said last week you're like somebody's good niece is trying like stop trying to make tony niece a thing oh i don't Dude, know is lacey evans the tony niece of fucking nxt oh my god no yes or is that adam cole i don't I know like tony niece is worse than adam cole Oh, definitely. Like, I will watch an Adam, Adam Cole, Cole match. I will not watch a Tony Nese match. Could you imagine an Adam Cole-Tony Nese match? The world would just collectively forget. It. <laughs> it would just be like however many minutes of just an empty ring. Like, I wouldn't... Goodness. Uh, All right, People would so... just be talking about how fit Tony Nese is and how dad bod 
Adam Cole is, even though Adam Cole totally doesn't. I don't know why they always talk about his shitty body. (laughs) All right, let's move on here. Chuck Taylor, especially king of hot dad bod. Main event time. We have Tommaso Ciampa challenging Alistair Black for the NXT Championship. Um, this match I was forgetting that he's from Milwaukee, and it makes so much sense. <laughs> this match the was the land of serial killers. A lot of fun. Yes, definitely the land of serial killers. My God, uh, this match was a lot of fun. Um, Black's kicks are just so on point always. Um. I loved the fake dive Black did to the outside, to, into the moonsault, into the Chiampa hand wave, which was good shit. I almost wonder if we were trying to do a... Um, it almost looked like Chiampa was getting under the skin of Alistair, because he was doing a lot more taunting than I've seen Alistair Black do in his past matches. Who, Alistair was doing taunting? Yes, a lot a lot more. I mean, he taunted Velveteen well, Dream. Champa, but... Champa has this way of just naturally infuriating everybody he's around. Oh, yeah. So I think even the calmest person yeah. could not stay tranquilo around um, Champa. I love at one point, he, he I think before he chops Champa, he tells him to tweet about this. Because Champa's always so tweeting good. up a storm. Um, just a fucking great, great match. Um the black mass reversal into a roll-up, I almost lost my mind. Um, there's just so much good stuff in here, but we have to talk about the meeting that happened backstage before this, where some where the agent said, Drake, you're going to take a bump onto concrete, and he went, I've been waiting for this. But with a southern accent and sounding really excited. For my entire life. Or since I signed with the WWE as a referee. I fucking love Drake. We He's all great. do. Anybody yeah. anybody who's like as into independent wrestling as we are, you have to fucking love Drake. He's I've never great. met a single person who has anything bad to say about him. No, he is fucking fantastic. I'm kind of bummed he's not wrestling anymore, but you know what? He Ooh, did he so much hard, yeah. He, he did so much hardcore shit that he's got a cush job right now, and I'm sure they, yeah, they know he is a wrestler and he was a good wrestler. He's probably so they, more useful is the fact that he can wrestle still, yeah, and he's around people that he's known for years. Oh yeah, which is great, and I'm so happy for him. Like when I saw him when he was the ref for that big match at Mania, my friend George and I, we could not get over it, yeah, because we knew how happy he was, and we just kept going. I was like, Drake is really stealing this match right now. Like, and we just couldn't, we were, we almost didn't even watch a match. We were just so busy watching Drake and just being so proud of him and so happy for him <laughs> because he's, I just know based on just everything anyone said, he's just the sweetest person, but he also would be like, he was so crazy. Like, so crazy. You know, like the, the viral video. I don't know if I've mentioned this before, the viral video of Chuck Taylor making two children cry yes. in one take. When he comes out of the when he's that that happened right after Drake had left the ring and he had tore he had like previously torn his pectoral muscle Ooh. like literally like ripped it and he he super glued it back together because he's Drake younger yeah and it ripped open again in that match and he walked to the back and there was literally a flap of skin and you could see his entire muscle and Chuck Taylor said I walked out of that curtain about to vomit. Ugh, gross. To scare a little kid. And so that's literally the look on his face when he comes out of the, the curtain in that video is literally him about to throw <laughs> Oh my god. Because he had to look at him and he had like literally like his entire pectoral muscle was just like bleh, like right there. Gross. 
<sighs> I don't like it. So, all right, let's finish up top, talk, talking about this match, please. Good Lord. We spent way too much time on it. Uh, Drake takes the bump on cement. Chiampa gets hit with the black mass and is down for, I believe, a 10 count. Um, what a vicious bump it was. Yes, it was. And I keep wanting to call him Tommy End. That's what I keep, why I just keep pausing. Just do it. Just do it. Like I, I, like, I just habitually will just say Rockstar Spud. Uh, Alistair Black goes to check on Drake Younger. And Anybody when he gets that listens to this that doesn't know who Tommy End is, yeah. fucking stop. Uh, and uh, when Magic. he gets back in the ring, Ciampa has the belt, but Gargano comes in. He hits him with a super kick. He goes to grab the belt away from Ciampa, but Ciampa lets go, and that sends the belt ricocheting, shitty <laughs> Trevoring, <laughs> shitty Trevoring, <laughs> into Ty. Oh my goodness! Oh my god! Into Tommy End's face. Knocking Tommy and out, but not before he gets hit with the angel wings. And we have a new NXT champion, Tommaso Ciampa. He told us he only needed one shot, and he got it. And he might get a chance to blow. This opportunity comes once in a lifetime. There you go. You better lose yourself. I'm um, sorry. There you uh, go. That's exactly what happened. <laughs> when part of his shtick was just like sticking his fingers up people's butts. Yes, I do recall that. Now he and speaking uh, of has that, we'll go into a Jushin Thunder Liger match, and well, then we'll tie those together. So uh, we we talked about our good friend Dan earlier. I said, Dan, give us a match. I need an old match, eighties, nineties. What do you What do you got for me? And he said, Well, you should probably watch Super Brawl too, and you should watch Jushin Thunder Liger defend the light heavyweight championship. Which you will never get me to understand the idea of. I don't, I don't get it either. Uh, it should always just be cruiserweight. Uh, WWE had a light heavyweight title at one point, but that was after... They cancel each other out. Yeah, I know. It's weird. Uh, Jushin Thunder Liger here defending the WCW Cruiserweight Championship, but that is not what it's called. Marianne, this was... Um, my first thing is ask Marianne questions. Um, I'm just going to say, what did you think of this match, Marianne? It's so weird to see wrestling now and then to see it then and to see how, like, not saying that it was unpolished, but to where what it has become now. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. So it, that and I was so... I, <laughs> I wanted to say Jushin Thunder Liger looks exactly the same, yeah. but I think that's the point clearly because he's Jushin Thunder Liger. It is. But also that's been ruined for me because I've seen him without his mask on. It is insane that he looks, I mean, I guess just body-wise looks the same, right? Yeah, well, he looks, well, then again, it's one of those things where it could be a totally different person and you would never know. Oh, yeah, it's. You know, but it's the same person. Yeah. And it's just bizarre, but I've seen him wrestle, which is pretty awesome. And then to see this, I'm like, oh, I've seen that old Japanese man wrestle. Yeah, that that was the that was the reason I wanted to go to Bola because I've also seen him eat at Denny's. There you go. <laughs> but um I it's so interesting. It's it's weird though watching it, being familiar with the wrestlers like by themselves like i know who brian pillman is i know that dean ambrose gets compared to him a lot not because they're both from cincinnati but right um but knowing who they are but not having a backstory to it you know what i mean yeah. so it's, it's hard for me to watch a match without having the previous backstory right 
going into it. Or it's hard to be at least like as the type of invested that you would want somebody to be in. Instead, I'm just watching it for the skill aspect. That's why I'm that's why I'm reviewing it as if it's like a skill aspect, which is very evenly matched. And you see all the same things that you see now. But now they've it's like not more graceful. It's just evolved. It's faster. It's faster. It's it's. I don't know how to explain it, but it, nothing about it has changed. And that's what I love about wrestling. It's that it's, it's first of all, it's never tried to be anything else yeah. other than what it is. And which is frustrates the hell of me out of me when people don't understand that. But it, the feeling it gives you is exactly the same, no matter when it was. And that doesn't make any, I'm not making any sense. I don't know. It's it's just it's just nice, but at the same time, like I was watching it, and like I said, with like the the not having a backstory or anything like that, I'm like, wow, these these wrestlers as characters, I'm not seeing personality. I'm just seeing a shtick, like what they look like. I'm not seeing anything past that. Okay. And so, because obviously, I don't have a background on it. Well, I mean, you also have to remember, like back in the day. It was basically this guy's a good guy and that guy's a bad guy, and that was about it. Yeah, and that that would be that would have been really rough for me because I have to understand why someone. Well, then again, that that I don't think it would bother me that much now that I think about it because my favorite characters, I I have I have conflicted morals when it comes to characters I think are good and characters I think are bad. Right. I tend to give them way more credence than they deserve. Kylo Ren is a good guy. <laughs> okay. That kind of. Um, but he can be redeemed, but, um, I'm, I'm that person, but it's, you made a lot of notes in here that totally went over my head entirely. Yeah. You watched it on a different format than I, but, uh, let me just run down some, some of my notes here. Um, this was, uh, first of all, this is what year is 1992. Um, this is basically my wheelhouse here. I loved late 80s early 90s nwa wcw this was my shit i was a wcw nwa kid for sure and this hit me like a ton of bricks and i almost was just like cancel the podcast i'm watching super brawl 2 tonight (laughs) um they were running down the card and by they i mean eric fucking bischoff and tony Schiavone. Tony I Schiavone. know who Eric Bischoff is. Yes, he has a fantastic podcast right now. Um, they were they open the show and they run down the card for you, and we get uh, we, they say we're going to see the Steiner brothers taking on Arn Anderson and Bobby Eaton, the Dangerous Alliance when they were with Paul Heyman, a 1992 Paul Heyman. Have you ever he seen? Probably a 19- looked exactly the same. No, no, ma'am. No, ma'am. Paul Heyman always looks the same in my head. I feel like he's just... Paul Heyman was born looking like that. Just go look up the Dangerous Alliance, and then... I don't you'll ever s- want to see a picture of baby Paul Heyman. Oh, you're... Yeah, it's it's going to happen. <laughs> um, we had... Uh, you were blown, Anderson. No, I don't. Um, also, uh, we don't talk about that anymore. <laughs> yeah. Um... Also, they mentioned that we're going to, for the United States Championship, we're going to have Ricky the the Dragon Steamboat taking on Rick Rude, and I'm losing my mind, and Sting and Luger is the headliner for the championship, and then we kick it over to early 90s Missy Hyatt, 
You just made the list! My God. And then she kicks it over to fucking Jim Ross. What is happening? <laughs> Everybody's what here. Is it? Everybody's oh, here. Two. You were too great. Um, <laughs> and then he says, hey, I just want to welcome our my newest broadcast partner, Jesse the Body Ventura. And he comes out on a Harley and there's fireworks. God bless you, WCW. I love you. I fucking love you. And I missed all of that. It went flying over my head. Not unlike... Uh, would you say they went flying Brian over your head? <laughs> yeah. Nailed it. <laughs> oh, I thought of that joke after I typed it and then you stole it and I'm so mad but I'm also so proud of you. Well, don't enter notes into the thing while I'm entering notes because I'll just... <laughs> you will jack those I'll jokes right out from underneath take them. So... Uh, watching Flying Brian made me a little sad. He is no longer with us, but uh, he was one of my favorites when I was a kid. Him and the Z Man—they're both both not with us. They were they were a fun He's tag. Flying team. in the clouds right now. Yeah, they were a fun tag team. I I enjoyed them as a as a tag team. They won. The, they were the United States Tag Team Champions. This is when they had 18 million. Cha- you think they have a lot of championships now, Marion? My God. NWA WCW had they had regular so they had tag team titles and then they had US tag team titles and at one point they had six man tag titles and then they also had US ta- six man tag team t- it was a it was a goddamn mess Marianne I <laughs> I just want <laughs> you know in Harry Potter when when Slughorn is talking to little kid um, Voldemort and he goes split your soul into seven pieces and that's all i thought of was how many pieces your soul must be split into to have that many championship (laughs) belts oh my god we have to get them all (laughs) but i did describe them as horcruxes because you can't have a belt and then not ultimately turn out to be a shallow piece of shit after a while yeah fair horcrux Bam. So um, I, I enjoyed this match. You can see basically where all of the moves that we see more commonly used today came from. Um, there's a lot of good shit in here. Uh, just an overall fun match. The, the somersault off the top rope, which we saw a springboard version of when we uh, saw, Hot Cop did it. Hot you cut. just made the list! Um, but we see the maybe one of the earlier versions of it from from liger here uh and that's that was like a huge thing when a dude did a somersault off the top rope to the outside yeah i was like look at all these things they're doing and then realizing wow this is like totally blowing everyone's mind little john pingle just going and we're kicking out of each other's finishers what is this 2018 what the fuck is happening yeah kicking out and kicking out of a falcon arrow at one yes goodness um i loved uh (laughs) jesse ventura saying flying aerial moves i went hell yeah we don't know this is like when we didn't know flying when moves aerial were moves is like redundant flying flying moves <laughs> so i mean uh, great match uh dan great pick for our first uh match uh, i think maybe i will pick this this uh this week's match not right now obviously because i haven't i haven't really thought of one I have one in mind, but I will keep that close to the vest. 
So would you, you like the match, Marianne? Just as a match? Yes. Yeah. Yes, because I love sportsmanship, and the end was sportsmanship, and I love that. It was very. It was filled with sportsmanship. Love, I love a good classic sportsmanship. Yeah, it was. It was good stuff. Um, thoroughly enjoyable. And it now we you, uh, sportsmanship makes me respect it so much more. Yeah. Because then I'm like, this is good shit right yeah. here. I mean, like, I, I love the drama and stuff of just, like, yeah. all of that. But there's only so, like, so many times you can see that before yeah. you're like, okay, somebody's going to throw a TJP fit and then, like, walk backwards out of the ring all pissed off. Yeah. Like, but sportsmanship. I loves. So let's let's talk about some news here. Let's run it down really quickly here. Um, we <laughs> let, Guess what, Marianne? The first week we don't watch Raw... Or I guess the second week we don't watch Ross, old Steph Steph comes out and she says, guess what? We're getting an all-women's pay-per-view and we're calling it Evolution. It's no longer a mystery. It's a pay-per-view. Didn't we also miss Sheamus and Cesaro oh, yes. coming she- back as well? Sheamus and Cesaro you just made the list. are back. They're really trying to get us to come watch the the big two shows again, but I say nay. But it's Cesaro. I mean, you can braces. watch it. We're just not going to review it. I, I had a lot of free time. It was nice. I got to watch all this other stuff. They treated... They were back home is what they were doing. Yeah, because the World were, Cup was over. What? I think they actually said, we're back because the World Cup's over. Exactly. And that Rusev was gone, too. It was the three Love of them it. just hanging out during the World Cup, which I thought was the most adorable thing. Good shit. I know. So we're and how great! how great was that picture I sent you of Seamus with a baby? It was very great. <laughs> so we're getting an all-women's pay-per-view. I believe it's in uh, October. I can't remember. But all of the titles are going to be on the line, including uh, we're going to get the May Young Classic Finals, which is going to be cool. Good stuff. I mean, hopefully by this time there was rumors that we were going to get some some women's tag team titles. And I think the ladies deserve another title. I don't need, I don't think they need another singles title. I think the tag team one is a good idea. I also heard that they would travel from show to show, including NXT, which would be very interesting. I think that would be some good stuff. And I mean, yeah, yes. You just made the list. Who explained her name, by the way, who did Nixon? Newell. Yes, I did see. I did see that. Yes, for anybody who missed it, um, her name is Tegan, which is Welsh for what was it again? I don't it was know. some. It was some endearing, cute term in Welsh, and then Knox, which is a spell in Harry Potter. I fucking love that girl. <laughs> um, which is funny because I saw it. I was like Tegan Knox, and I was like Knox. That's a spell in Harry Potter, and that's literally what it's named after. <laughs> Speaking of the May Young Classic, we got a couple of more entrants here. We have um, from Japan. I have actually never seen this woman wrestle. Um, sorry, everyone. But the internet was like, holy shit, this is going to be great. We have uh, Mako Satomura, uh, legend in Japan. Apparently, I haven't I haven't seen her wrestle. Sorry, everyone. Uh, Tony Storm is also returning. Nick will be happy about that. I'm happy about it, um, and I believe we had a couple of other entrants, but I didn't mark it down to see. But we are up to two, two, four, six, eight, ten, twenty-two. I wonder if we're just get, we're going to announce two more, and that'll be the end of it. Maybe, maybe. Um, mm-hmm. 
What do you think of this news that WWE is apparently interested in bringing Juice Robinson back? Why do they keep doing that? Like, what do you they'll, mean? they'll find a guy that they're like, oh, this person's real big, like, somewhere else. We really fucking missed the boat on that one. And then they steal him back right when they're, like, we'll, we'll talk about it. Because isn't that, like, that's one of Holland's questions, isn't it, or something? Uh, is, talk about Matt Riddle next. Let me see here. His question, what do you think about... Got it. Okay, I see it. Well, okay, so we'll get back to that. Um, it is m- almost more than confirmed that Matt Riddle has signed with the WWE... Uh, he has canceled many an event he's supposed to be at. And, I mean, um, you canceled Bola. There must be something fucking wrong. Canceled Bola. Nobody cancels Ebola. And um, it is also a rumor that... Well, actually, not a rumor. I believe he was. he's going to wrestle at CZW, and there was a flyer going around saying... Uh, they took it down very quickly, but it was saying... Um, Come see Matt Riddle before he leaves for WWE. God, CZ, they're so dumb. So they took that down. Um, I can't remember who he's supposed to wrestle. I went, ooh, that sounds like a good match. But yeah, so Matt Riddle on his way. I think this is great. Um, but how is he going to smoke? I have no idea. RVD was there and they looked the other way for a little while, I think. I don't know. We'll see. I was going to say, I was like, but then again, Matt Riddle smokes so much that he might just permanently be high for the rest of his life. Yeah, it'll never test. It'll never it'll, test. It'll never. It's just part of his blood now. Uh, in other contract news, AJ Style and Shinsuke's contracts, I can't believe it's almost been three years. Yeah, remember when we thought AJ Styles was in, like, debuted a year later than he actually did? Yes, yes. So <laughs> what do you think, Marianne? Do you think that AJ Styles isn't going anywhere? I guarantee it. He has no reason know. to. I could see Shinsuke going back to Japan, but also I think we're just hitting Shinsuke's stride. So let's not. I'm sure they're both going to stay is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. I was like, just say it, John. <laughs> um, and then uh, the, the last thing we have on the news front is, I believe, yesterday or the day before. Yesterday. Because got... I remember yelling about it. <laughs> We got those sweet, sweet pro wrestling guerrilla battle for Los Angeles. No, that would be something else. The battle of Los Angeles ticket prices. Biffla. 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 I like that oh, better. Biff music. Oh, my goodness. So, uh, front row, $115 fucking bullshit uh general admission and standing room are both 90 dollars um this is very pricey um they're in a bigger more expensive venue but they know what they're doing they know what yeah they know what they're doing um bola always sells out i'm sure this will sell out it doesn't always sell out that's not true it sells out all the time marianne (laughs) all the time yeah, except you never seem to have problems getting tickets, John. Well, we're gonna see because I'm 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 gonna be a complete moron and spend almost three hundred dollars on these tickets. I can't afford it. People were asking me, oh, "Are you gonna go?" And I'm like, "No, that's like ridiculous." I was like, "I could go to like Disneyland and California Adventure for cheaper than all three nights of Bola." Yeah, you could. That is true. And then I would have to worry about hotel and then the travel down there. 
and they would just it's just so fucking expensive and right now especially like with my car and then all the other yeah. shit that i'm dealing with i can't afford it and i feel really bad because i fucking love chris brooks like if anything i would go to just one night to see chris brooks right but i did tell him i was going to cosplay him and that's fucking expensive as but well i uh, i'm so proud of him yeah but i want to be able to go down to los angeles antonia asked me if i wanted to go down like the first weekend of september and i was like no it's the second weekend that's bola i would want to be down there at that time but mm. then stevie's not even going to be there he's going to be in chicago and i was like i don't want to fucking go down to los angeles if you're not going to be there because he's moving to los angeles spoiler alert oh wow all in one breath he just decided he's just gonna just pack up and move to los angeles and drive there from chicago god damn yeah i was like you do you boy you're cute you do you um <laughs> but still like i want to i want to go down i miss you and ernesto and well i was gonna say don't tell you i didn't say that out loud but yeah i want to come down there soon i just want to make like the most out of like a whole weekend that's why i'm like i want to be down there when like a bunch of people that i hardly get to see are down there yeah. but still you know it's it's tough and it's expensive it's so expensive yes it is all right let's see what do we got here let's get to some questions here shall we all right all right, Calvin asks, uh, the firing squad versus the Usos, who you got? Uh, I guess I would ask a couple of questions here. Does the firing squad include Bad Luck Fale, and does the Usos include Roman Reigns? Because <laughs> you said good old family feud, so... I would probably go with um I'd probably go with the firing squad, but I love the Usos. But you the firing also love squad I, I mean, I think Tomatonga's on a roll right now. Um yeah, so if it's just those those four individuals, I'd go with the firing squad. But if Roman Reigns, the greatest wrestler of all time, the defeater of the Undertaker, but it doesn't matter because he can't fucking just retire like a normal goddamn human. Anyway, he's living the undead gimmick, man. Yeah, I guess. Um, Holland asks. Actually, I did. I did ask if anyone had any questions for our Twitter, and I got a question from someone, and it's not doesn't even have a question mark at the end of it. It just says, "Have you ever been to Fort Walton Beach, Florida?" That's (laughs) what it says. You can go check it. It's an actual thing that happened. I will say, um, M.A. Solko asked a question. Um, Alex Shelley retiring. Biggest what? missed opportunity from 2000 to 2009 generation. Absolutely. Alex Shelley, um, I guess he's injury prone. I guess we'll go I mean, with that. I, I mean, but he's so... I love sleazy Alex Shelley. is my favorite He's thing. great. The Motor City Machine Guns were fucking amazing. Generation Me oh, was Alex great. Shelley, his eyes are really close together. He was, a, he was so good. I loved the Time Splitters. It was good stuff, but he always just seemed... Whenever he was building momentum, he would just get injured, so... Who knows? Somebody in the WWE happens to a lot, too, right? I mean, Hideo Itami. Yeah, <laughs> but Alex Shelley's interesting. Damn. Um, Holland asks, do you believe there's a very finite amount of great talent in the indies where fans are justified enough to, uh, oh, to bitch and moan about, okay, he didn't put two justified enough to bitch and moan about WWE signing people, or is there plenty of talent to go around in today's business to keep the indies fresh? I 
Think I have shit to say about this. I, I'm, I'll just give a short answer. I think it's a little bit of column A, which would be you were justified, but it's a lot more a column B that there's enough talent to go around. So, Marianne, go ahead. Okay. So, I under- there is a lot of talent to go around, but at the rate the WWE is stealing so many people, it's really taking the wind out of a lot of promotion sales. Yeah, like they're they're not not like their money sales, they're like wind in this like the term, and um it, I I think it's unfair, and it's also they have they have so many people they have signed already that they're not doing anything with. Yeah, and it's like why are you signing so many people if you're not going to have anything to do with them just so you just so they can't go anywhere else? You know who else does that? Bayern Munich. Bayern Munich buys all the good fucking players and then benches them. That's what happened to Mario Goods. It's like he scored the fucking winning goal in the fucking World Cup in 2014, got signed to Bayern, sat on the bench, and it ruined his career. Like, that's why you're going to get some people that are going to be like Sammy Callahan, who just isn't, doesn't want to sit around and do nothing and would rather out be doing something that he enjoyed. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, you're, you're, there's a lot of good up and coming talent, but you can't be stealing all of like the big name people. Because it'll just suck the winds. Because sometimes shows will depend on having at least one big name person on there to get people to to be there. You know what I mean? Because that's how business works. But if you suck everyone out of that, then it's going to really affect the smaller businesses. And I think they're doing that on purpose. And I think that's really fucked up. So in that way, I think that's justifiable. Right. But at the same time, I agree that there is a lot of good up and coming talent. But they're not going. They're not going to get the recognition they need without more audience and the audience comes for the people that are like more recognizable does that make sense i don't mean that to sound insulting in any way no 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 that makes perfect you know sense I, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah because like that why do you why do you think that apw always gets joey ryan to wrestle somebody that's up and coming yeah because people will go for that match but and that's why do they put it at the end yeah because they want people to see everybody else because there are great people to watch like carl fredericks who's fucking incredible he's amazing and then, like, people will just, like, forget. I, I love Reno Scum. My two dads. My two dads! But just, they want people to go see everything else that they have to offer, and it's only fair. And when with the WWE taking out all of these people, I'm literally madly gesturing like an Italian person in my bedroom right now. <laughs> when they're taking all of the, the, the people that that put butts in the seats to indie promotions and then they're not doing anything with them it's literally the exact same thing that Bayern Munich does right they just want to buy all the good players so they can have all the all of the the wins so their bench is stacked and their team is stacked but it's not like a natural growing thing like I'm going to keep bringing this up like Germany's World Cup team their bench could have beaten all the other countries because their team was just so good you know what I mean like it's not fair to have all of these talents and then not be doing anything not be utilizing them to the to the degree that they should be utilized. Right. And then especially keep signing people that are just like homegrown talent. You can't be doing that because then you're going to get a ton of people that aren't fucking doing anything. Like how fucking dare you just waste Cesaro's time like that when he's so incredible. Yeah. Like they're giving, they're giving too much spotlight to people like Lacey fucking Evans, who's garbage (laughs) when they should be giving it to somebody who does a better job, who has more passion for it because they've been doing it since they were young. And instead, they're wasting their time. They're wasting like they're wasting their time, and these people's like the prime of their career, 
like giving them what they're but then again at the same time it's like some of these people they dream that like they worked really hard like they wanted to get to the wwe but at the same time it's like you're gonna get to the wwe but then what's gonna happen to you are you gonna get cut off like kimberly you know it's like are you gonna get like sent back or whatever it's like now i'm not making any sense because i'm just being really passionate because it's like you i'm at the same time i'm happy for them because that's where they want to end up because it's right. their dream because they've been watching it since they were little and stuff like that. Like, shitty Trevor. Like, good for shitty Trevor. Yeah. And he just went in there and straight to top because he's shitty Trevor and he's shitty. But it's... At the, I, I just want them to be able to live up the, to their potential and not waste the, what would be the primes of their careers Yeah, waiting for something to happen that they may have been promised but will never get there because they're not given the chance because there's so many other people that are there. Yeah. Does that make sense? It, no, it, it does. It does. It does. Mad. It makes me mad, and I'm not saying that out of a selfish way. It's just I don't want I don't want uh, them to be sitting around on their butts, not getting a chance to really show everyone who they are when they could be taking the indies by storm, right? And still get noticed, yeah. Because there are people that are on the indies, like the Young Bucks, like all those people that are like on the indies, and they're just as well known. And that could be you too, without having to go to the WWE. And I'm not saying it's like live out your fucking dreams still, but at the same time, it's like it, it, it pisses me off that it's like you could be wasting really good talent, yeah, just because you want to grab them and take them away from other people. And I think that's really fucked up. And I, honest to God, think that's what they're doing on purpose. Well said. And I, and I, I, on it pisses me off. And I feel like it's justified for us to be like that. And I'm not, I'm not bitching at it in the way that everyone else is. They're like, oh, they got signed to the Fed or whatever. Like, I'm mad because now like, I'm not going to be a wrestling hipster about it. Right. It's, I'm, I'm looking at it from the aspect of how to use them in the future. Okay. And it's like, that's a great talent. I want to continue seeing that great talent, but I can't now because you're fucking squandering it. Yeah. By putting them in, by putting them in a garbage hole, the fucking like dick and ass of the United States in fucking Florida. Where everything trashy happens in Florida. But are you serious? Have you looked at the news? All of the fucking weird shit happens in Florida. That was a laugh. I laughed. Okay, good. It's the the dick and balls and ass of the fucking United States is Florida. Like, why? why? And it it just makes me so mad. You fired up. But I know these people are capable of more. Yeah. And sometimes it's like they're not as blessed to all be like shitty Trevor and just be just storm in there with an already famous persona yeah. that you can't really change. Like there's some people it's like they bring them in and then they change their name and it's like why are you changing their name? Like fucking Donovan Dijak's name is what is it? Like something Dijakovic? Yeah, it's um it's it still starts it's with a Chris D. Chris Dijakovic, isn't it? I feel like it's still a D. Chris Dijak. That's what his actual name is. Yeah, but I feel like it's his last name you got right, but I feel like his first name might still be Donovan. I can't remember. No, it's not Donovan. I think it's, is it? It's something, he sounds very Russian all of a sudden, which makes sense because he's giant and blonde. He's huge. Um, But that person, I was like, why is he not broken through yet? He's incredible. He's gigantic. I've seen Dominic. Fucking incredible, incredible matches. Yeah. And he's not even televised yet, and you're giving this the slot to like shitty Lacey Evans, like D- Dominic Di- Dijakovic. Is who his came name. up with that? I don't know. Donovan Dijak was like my favorite wrestling name ever. Yeah. All right, I'm cutting you off. 
Good, because I'm going to keep getting more and more angry. It's going to escalate till my head blows up. All right, I have one. Uh, I have one more question. This is a question for you. This will, um, this will decide what I am. What we are going to watch next week? Do you want to watch WCW, ECW, or WWF? That's way too many W's. I know. I. Let's watch ECW. Okay, I will. Next week we'll be watching a classic ECW match. Let's switch it off then. And then after that, it'll just be done. Okay, all right, that's fine. We'll do that. Perfect. So next week we will watch an ECW match. I will rack my brain to find a very good ECW match. Um, but until then, you can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter, Tornado Tag Radio. You can follow me on Twitter at JP Thrice, and you can follow Marianne on Twitter. Sailor Moonsault. Subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, and now Spotify. We're up there. I feel like some of you have been listening to us on Spotify, so um, thanks for that. Just search Tornado Tag Radio. Rate and review us as well. Uh, SoundCloud.com slash FinallyNorth. FinallyNorth.com. I'm not sure if that .com is available but they do our music still we haven't really looked elsewhere it's been pretty busy so we use the same tone of voice every time we talk about them we're just like we don't even know if there's still a thing why bother (laughs) notlg.spreadshirt.com buy one of our shirts um and then uh uh, patreon go to the patreon patreon.com slash notlg um support us because i don't know you feel like it that's why Shout out to Chris, shout out to Calvin, shout out to uh, Mike. I don't know who else donates, but... Shout out to Dan again for making us laugh so hard. Shout out to Dan for his... I've mentioned it before, I feel like we should get little buttons of just Dan's avatar on his Twitter. Oh, yes. Because that would be so funny. You have mentioned that before. I would wear that button. become a novelty on this podcast. If you guys don't follow him, what are you even doing? Yeah, go follow him. He is the best. Um, so uh, that's it until next week so there's only one thing to do so man if you will ring the bell this has been a night of the living geeks production for more information and content visit notlg.com <laughs>